0: As different, that her clan members accepted, most other cats would fear her, envy her, challenge her. It's an interesting life, she said instead. Don't worry about it, Mara. I'll teach you everything you need to know. But then there had been the dogs, and then the Big Feet had found her and brought her to this new place far away from the canal. There had been something odd about last night. What was it? Ah, yes, she'd had the strangest feeling when she'd been at her most lonesome, that she was being watched, heard, that a whole heap of other cats had been listening to her. She wriggled, trying to chase her tail and emerge from the carpet at the same time, as stray thoughts floated through her stripy head. Meow a wise Siamese cat with gentle blue eyes. Hulo was scarred and big and scornful. Beral was beautiful, deep green eyes, long black and white fur. There were many others, but she couldn't make them all out. Suddenly she was in mid-air, the carpet still wound round her. Mara poked her head out and stared into the eyes of the she-Bigfoot. The voice sounded scolding today, but also amused. Tentatively, still suspended, she licked the Bigfoot's hand. She was deposited gently on the ground, unraveled from the carpet, patted smartly on her backside, an indignity, but, well, she'd probably deserved it, and then the Bigfoot settled down on the ground beside her and began to scratch the difficult spot in the centre of her forehead that she could never reach herself. Mara forgot about other cats, strange cats whom she didn't know, forgot about her plans to go forth on a bold expedition, exploring the house more thoroughly. As her Bigfoot scratched her head, she leaned forward, her body almost twanging with ecstasy, and purred and purred and purred. Then there was lunch, milk, deliciously flavoured with fish, followed by an afternoon nap. It was quite late and very cool when Mara woke up. She'd been shifted from the cushion on the sofa to a small round upholstered basket that she liked instantly, stropping her claws on the wicker as she yawned pinkly. Where were the big feet? She padded out of her basket, intending to find the big bed where she'd slept the previous night, but found that the door to that room had been closed. Time for the bold expedition to begin. From her position, less than six inches off the floor, the world was a forest of interesting things. There were chair legs and table legs rising off the ground and becoming platforms that she would later investigate. There were soft carpets all over, and she idly tested her claws on some of them before padding on. One of the rooms smelled nice all dusty and musty and filled with interesting cardboard boxes that she had started to rip open and coming through the kitchen doors oh my what were all those smells Mara sat down and closed her eyes trying to identify them they were so rich and so strong that they swirled around her head in a thick soup confusing the kitten till she shook her head to try and clear it There was the heavy, brothy odour of garbage coming from downstairs, a scent of many big feet, a sharp smell of iron. From further away, the mingled scent of dogs drifted in, making her cringe a bit. But there were also cats, and seven different kinds of earth, from gravel to thick, loamy mud and trees and flowers and the soapy odor of big feet clothes mixed with the metallic odor of cars. And they were all coming from outside that screen. She patted the wire mesh door and it swung open, enough for her to go out. The world held mercifully still, though the smells shifted and changed in a constant dance. The kitten was absolutely silent, squeezing as close to the wire mesh door the back door of the house as possible the perfume of rotting garbage rose up from the narrow lane between the back of the house and the park it was a holiday for the garbage collectors that day so the aroma was richer and stronger